Yo, today's QOD is no vulnerability, no love, no belonging, no joy. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got Brene Brown back on the show. Of course, she's going to talk about the power of vulnerability, how if there's no vulnerability, there's not much of anything else. And she's also going to talk about the power of gratitude, because gratitude is important. God be thankful. Here's Brene. Let's start with vulnerability, and let's start with the willingness to be vulnerable, the willingness to really show up and let people in. How many of you are raised to believe that vulnerability is weakness? Most of us. Here's what I can tell you, and I'll challenge you. Yell up if you can think of something. I cannot find in 200,000 pieces of data a single example of courage that was not completely defined by vulnerability. Let me challenge you. Can you think of one courageous thing that you have seen someone do in your life that did not require vulnerability, that did not require uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure? One thing. I cannot, I find zero evidence. And let me tell you, I've stood in front of a group like this of special force military people. They can't think of a single example of courage that did not require absolute vulnerability. But we hate vulnerability because it opens us up to being hurt. And we think, I don't want to be vulnerable because vulnerability, there's my slideshow, there is, is the center of shame and scarcity and fear and anxiety and grief and disappointment. So I am going to armor up and self-protect. I'm not going to let people hurt me, see me, take advantage of me. The problem is that when we armor up like that, not only is vulnerability certainly the center of these experiences, it's also the center of these. Love and belonging and joy. No vulnerability, no love, no belonging, no joy. What do you think is the most vulnerable human affect we experience? What's the, most, what's the hardest emotion for us to handle as humans? Joy. How many of you are parents? How many of you have ever stood over your child while they're sleeping and thought, oh my God, I love you like so much I can't breathe. And then in that split second, pictured something horrific happening to your child. How many of you have done that? It should be 95% of you. And just, I mean, this is a perfect example of that. Many years ago, when I first was studying this concept of foreboding joy, this fear we have about being joyful, I was on date night with my husband. And we come home, and we, I see the lights still on the kids' bedroom. I'm like, circle the block till they're tucked in. Circle the block. Um, so we go, we get some, like, TCBY yogurt or something. We come back, everyone's tucked in. I'm like, okay, this is awesome. Let's go. And I remember we parked our car on the curb by our house, and we're walking in and the song on the radio when we got out of the car was like one of my favorite songs the little river band do you remember the song like Friday night it was late I was walking you home we got down to the gate and I was dreaming of the night and I remember like oh my god this is like amazing and we were holding hands I go oh my god 
And she's like, what's wrong? And he's like, I was like, do you ever think like, someone's gonna jump out from behind the bushes and shoot us down? <laughs> and he's like, uh, no. Did you see somebody? And I said, no, I'm just saying, you know, like when things are going really well, you're waiting for like that to happen. Yes or no? And he's like, no. And I was like, yeah, because I mean, here's the thing. I would hope the babysitter would come out and like move us so the kids didn't find us. And he's like, oh my God, Brene. No, and I'm serious. And I don't even think on the list it was like, I should put like a whole, like, you know, if you need to call us, if we get killed in the front yard, like something, something so they know to call my mom and keep the kids in the house. And he's like, <laughs> he goes, I'm guessing date night's over. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, date night's over. I'm like, we gotta, we gotta come up with a list, a plan. Um, but am I alone in this? Right, because joy is so, and I'll just share this with you. What was the one variable men and women who had the capacity to lean heavily into joy? What was the one variable they shared in common? This, is, this, should, this, this should be a pedagogy of itself. What is the one variable that people who can really lean into joy share in common? It is part of vulnerability, but it's actually a practice. Gratitude. The only variable that really separates men and women who cannot lean into joy, who start dress rehearsing tragedy, and the reason we dress rehearse tragedy is so we can beat vulnerability to the punch. So what we do is like, oh, this great thing's happening. I'm gonna start picturing worst case scenario so that when I get hurt and it happens, I'm all prepared for it, right? But how many of you think we can actually prepare for that? You cannot, 50% of the people in this room have probably experienced the thing that we dress rehearse and they could come up here one at a time and tell you, you can practice that all you want. That will do nothing to help you when that moment comes. The only thing you're doing is squandering the joy that you need that builds a reservoir for when hard things happen. So as it turns out, our bodies really neurobiologically experience joy as vulnerability and threat and they, they, we quiver. And so some of us use the quiver as a warning sign to start thinking about terrible things, and others use that quiver as a reminder to be grateful, to stop on the sidewalk in that moment and say, I'm really grateful for this date night. I'm grateful for you, I'm grateful for our time together. But that's harder, right? Than to go, have you ever pictured someone? Um, so love, belonging, and joy, absolute vulnerability. But also these things, courage, empathy, Trust, innovation, and creativity. No vulnerability, no innovation, no creativity. My favorite call that I get. Hey, Brene, would you like to come to our, speak to our brand new startup in Silicon Valley? It's amazing, and we loved your TED Talk, and we're bringing in thought leaders, and we want to shape our culture. And okay, great, that sounds fun. What do you want me to talk about? Uh, anything but vulnerability and shame. <laughs> I got nothing. That was Brene Brown. Her website is BreneBrown.com. You can watch today's talk on the YouTube. It is called Brene Brown Daring Classrooms South by Southwest EDU 2017. All right, my friend, please leave a review and a rating for the show on Apple Podcasts as well as Stitcher and SoundCloud and all the different platforms out there. And uh, yeah, you have an incredible day. I'm out. Peace. Peace.